podcast and that's three R's We hard, so the mommies wanna ride on it like yeehaw But don't horse around, I'm a wild boy Uptown like the cowboys Chop cheese off the loud boy Got him saying turn it down boy I'm in NYC with Brian and Frizz Eyes low but steady eyeing a bitch But wait, more than that I'm eyeing the chips Cause 50 said them hoes come with this shit And that's a fact, like I tell no lies All the world, Uptown The revolution will be televised yeah yeah what's, what's going on what's going on it's another episode of the year podcast it's episode 101 it's your boy fridge and i'm here with my co-host xavier you already know human number 35 <laughs> you know i got it man you know the vibes <laughs> you know the vibes and we here with special guests of mine i've been wanting to get this brother on for a long long time and we finally did it my brother mr be safe though oscar what's up brother how are you how are you I can't take full credit for that hashtag. That hashtag is uh, Taxstone's hashtag, but thank you. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate it. How, how are you, brother? How, how's everything, man? First of all, thank you for letting me throw my birthday over there. It was amazing. I appreciate the hospitality. It was dope, man. Thank you for everything. It was really good, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you for choosing Locksmith. Like I, I say to everyone, always thank you for choosing Locksmith. You could have celebrated anywhere else in the world, but you chose us. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted to ask you a question, man. Um... What made you want to open up a bar? Uh, what made me want to open up a bar? Um, honestly, originally Locksmith wasn't supposed to be a bar. It was, uh, I wanted to open up a liquor store. Okay. But um, as Shit. I started going through the whole process and everything, I kind of like saw the space and I was like, you know what? Let me kind of change it and let's roll the dice on a bar. At the time, this was before any other neighborhood spots were open. We were here. We were there before like apartment 78 and Dykeman bar and a lot, tons of places that have opened up. So at the time there wasn't many places for us to go to. We, I would have to travel downtown to hear some hip hop and stuff like that. So that's why I said, you know what, let's take a chance on opening up a spot like this in our neighborhood. Okay. That's my second thing I was about to ask you out of all the locations, it could have been uh, Harlem, lower East side, but you chose the Heights specifically. Yeah, I mean, I'm from the Heights. I'm not born and raised in the Heights. I'm, okay. I'm 45. I've been in the Heights 42 years. So, you know, like, it, it was home base. Like, it, it just made sense to me. It didn't make sense for me to go to the Lower East Side or Brooklyn or Queens because that wasn't my hometown. The Heights is where I'm raised. So it just made sense. Oh, that's amazing, man. What, um, what kind of struggles did you have to go through, like, during, like, the pandemic? Because I, I know this pandemic affected everybody with my job and just life itself. and just uh, I guess some of the rules, like uh, I, I guess some of the rules that had to happen. Like, what what, what was it like during the pandemic? Oh, man, that's that would take like three hours to explain. There's so many things, <laughs> but um, I mean, where do I start? Where do I finish? I mean, in the beginning, when everything was shut down completely, it was kind of trial and error. We were scared, you know. My team was scared, and we didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what rules the SLA were going to enforce and stuff like that. But you kind of try to, have to figure it out as we went along. Um, the hardest part, I guess, is the the laws and the logistics of it, is that, if that makes any sense. Like yeah. the, the state liquor authority forces us to enforce these rules on you guys. So then you guys get upset at us because, you know, a lot of the times you guys think it just comes from us, but it's not from us. It's from them, you know, and the way they bully us is all right you don't have your mask on or that customer didn't have his mask on. Well, here's a $4,000 fine. 
And mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, you know, like I just had an argument with this customer about putting on his mask, but I can't. Like, what am I going to do? Get into a physical altercation with this guy because he don't want, doesn't want to put his mask on? Yeah. You know, so they were put in the middle. Like, it's just it's a it's a tough situation that they put us in. And you know, now with this new um, where they want everybody to get uh, they want us to check vaccine cards. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, we don't we don't have the 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 like the set rules yet. I should get an email from my attorney any day now with the uh, with the rules that the SLA is going to force us to enforce. So that's going to be interesting. What are they going to do? Are they going to make us check cards? Are they going to make us, you know, check the apps on your phones and your ID has to match it? I don't know. Are they going to make us keep a log? So whatever it is, we're forced to do it. And then I'm sure I'm going to have the argument with people at the door. Well, I don't want to get vaccinated or, or here's a fake card. And, you know, it puts us in a weird place. Okay. Now, I understand. I understand. Um <laughs> I saw something on Twitter the other day where you guys made a joke about three or more men got to come in with $150. Yo, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah, what made you want to come up with that? That was funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> that, that was just meant as a joke. Honestly, yeah. it was just meant as a joke. Um, at Locksmith, we always try to keep the male to female ratio even. You know, it's sometimes it y'all do, y'all do Y'all do a great job at that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. The day be- so, before that, it was just like, whoa, dude, Um, I think I'm going to have to step out. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah, let me add to some to subtraction at least for a bit, you know? Right. And then, you know, far, you know, not only do we try to keep the male to female ratio even, but we also try to not overcrowd the place because that can cause, you know, not only an uncomfortable space, but a dangerous space. God forbid there's a fire or something happens now you have a stampede of people that are all trampling over each other. So, you know, that's why they have capacity laws, et cetera, et cetera. So we try not to overcrowd the place. And, you know, on Fridays and Saturdays, we're, you know, we always have to tell people, guys, you got to wait online. Uh, Right now we're over capacity and we're constantly faced with an argument and everyone always wants to fight us on us because they, they feel like it's a personal attack on them, but it isn't a personal attack on anybody. We're just trying to create a comfortable environment. That's all. Okay. What uh what ideas did you have to make the bar stand out? Because Locksmith is not like every other bar in the Heights, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of the spaces, a lot of a lot of the bars in the, the clubs got like hookah and they're, they're predominantly more like uh, uh, Latino, more Dominican, Puerto Rican, Spanish and all that. But Locksmith is a vibe of everything. Like what, what kind of ideas did you have to make sure... That it's it's a different vibe because Locksmith is like a culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to know that what goes down there, you know, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like it's a community, you know, um, hangout. It's not just basically to go and go. Do they sell hookah or this and the third? It's like no, it's where a place where everybody goes and hangs out and sees each other again, more or less. It's like the hangout spot of the neighborhood. Yeah, 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 and that's that's the gift and the curse because we that's the gift because. You know, we're blessed to have so many people that come and support us. Sometimes it's the curse because people will come inside and then not consume anything and kind of just want to hang out. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that we have so much overhead. You know, we pay our DJs, you know, we pay a high electric bill, we pay a water bill. So sometimes... Shout out to your Q. (laughs) Yes, Q and all the guys, you know, so it it is sometimes the gift and the curse. But uh, to make us stand out from everybody, I mean, I think... As a, a small business owner and entrepreneur, the one thing you always want to do is kind of just be different. You don't want to offer the same thing that your neighbor is offering because then how do you create, you know, 
I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Diversity or how do you create something different on the block? For example, we have a hookah, a hookah bar right on the corner of us, La Cantina. They're great. You know, people will come to Locksmith and then they'll bar hop to La Cantina. So it creates a little bar hopping destination area on the block. Buddha bar, they offer something different also. So Shout if each Buddha. of us offers something different, then people come to the block, they bar hop. And it's just great, great energy. Now, if I sell hookah, Buddha Bar sells hookah, and La Cantina sells hookah, then, you know, why are people coming to us to bar hop and find something different? It kind of doesn't make sense. I got you, my brother. What uh, what made you want to name it Locksmith? Like, what was, where did you get that name from? That was easy. It was Locksmith for 80 years, so we just kept the name. Oh, it was, okay. there, was a big, there was a big sign. It was a big, beautiful... Um, sign on the front of the bar that said locksmith mm-hmm. it was one of those old school vintage signs that you'll see on like pickers and stuff like that so we took the sign and we put it on the inside and we just kept the name because it was it just made sense it was good energy you know it was a locksmith 80 years ago so man fuck it just keep the name excuse me curse <laughs> now nah, you go you go is it the here? same is it the same sign oh, yeah. that that it's in the bigger bar area that same sign where where the mirror's at it's not there anymore the sign unfortunately now lives around the corner in the building, and as soon as I find a home for it, I'd love to bring it back. No, but what I'm saying but is, it's, it's it, not, it, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off the vinyl, the vinyl of it, because you have a, a mirror, more or less, by the bar, and it says Locksmith. Is it the same font size, or this, is it the same design that you initially oh, saw? Oh, no, no, no. No, it's completely opposite. It was just some oh, okay, sign okay, that cool. the owner, it was just some sign that the owner from the Locksmith probably bought, you know, 50 years ago, and he just put it up. I'll post it on Instagram maybe later on so you guys can nice. take a look at it. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Appreciate, awesome. appreciate yes. you. I got, I got just a few more questions. I know you're a busy man. I'm going to get you out of here. Uh, do you have any advice for uh, any other Latino business owners or someone who wants to be a business owner? Believe in yourself, man. Believe in yourself and roll the dice. And don't be afraid to ever ask questions. You know, I have a lot of, when I first started, I have no, I have a GD diploma. I don't, I never graduated high school. I didn't go to college. I kind of learned things on my own, but uh, there was um, a lot of people that opened their doors to me and that were very uh, welcoming and gave me some advice. Jacob at the Monkey Room, good friend of mine. To, you know, shout, shout out to the Monkey Room. Shout out to the Monkey Room. This guy loves the Monkey Yo, Room. Yo, my, yeah. my thing is the trifecta. I go to Buddha the pregame, go to you guys. Just when it's about to hit one a.m., we out a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, that, and that's what it's about. You know, that's what it's yeah. about. It's something different. And and guess what? You stay in the neighborhood. Your cab rides aren't that expensive because you might just walk. Exactly. You know, so it, it once we lose the crowds of Williamsburg and Queens and Brooklyn, you know, that's where as a community, as a neighborhood, we, we start losing. But uh, back to your question, which was, I'm sorry, I lost track. What was the, what no, was the question? Any, 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 advice? any advice for any oh, Latino advice, business yeah. owner? Just, just believe in yourself, man. Believe in yourself and roll the dice. Pick up a book. And if, if, um, if you're not getting the right answers from certain people that you're trying to reach out to, then just pick up a book and read. That's what I did. Some people, I'm not going to name the negative ones, but some people I reached out to in the neighborhood back then, back in 2009, they completely shut their doors on me. And they were like, listen, kid, don't even bother. They're not giving out liquor licenses right now. You're wasting your time. But um, other people like Jacob in the monkey room, he was honest with me and he, he guided me in the right direction. Okay. When you did, love that for you. When you decide, that's what's up. When you yeah. did decide to do the henny coladas and the margaritas, oh my during God. the quarantine, <laughs> during the quarantine times, with you were just like shot. with the extra shot. Like, what, did you thought about that? Like, that was like, I right, just do it. Like, fuck it. Like, we out. Listen, 
I, I make the joke and I say that those Henny Coladas during quarantine sold faster than crack in the eighties. <laughs> um, it was, it was, it was mayhem. I mean, honestly, we just listen again, back to monkey room and Jacob, yeah. Jacob called a, and I've never told this story. I've told the story to very few people, only insiders know. So oh, now every, so Jacob called me up one day and he's like, Oscar, I got these frozen drink machines that I want to get rid of. Are you interested in buying them? This was in the beginning of quarantine. Like, I'm like, I'm broke right now. I, where am I going to get this money to buy these machines? So I said, you know what? Let's buy the machines. I bought the machines from Jacob and we just started selling these Henny Coladas. Now we put them in the, in the core containers just because we figured, you know what? We want to give people a bang for their buck. You're home. You're bored. You don't want just a 10 ounce glass or a nine ounce cup. Yeah. They're kind of like following that, um, that nutcracker blueprint, you know, just sell them in the big core containers, give people a bang for their buck because that's what we were trying to do. And it just came together, man. It was, uh, it was, it was crazy. And then, oh. and then the upside down shot was just, we just stuck a shot in there upside down and <laughs> there was really no, no, uh, science to it. It's we're not curing cancer. It was real easy and simple and, <laughs> People just loved it. But I will tell you, it's also the quality of the product that we put in our Henny Coladas and in our margaritas. We try to offer you guys the best product also. We don't just go to Restaurant Depot and buy this pre-mixed batch and just dump it into the margarita mixes because that it just that downplays the quality. Yeah, I know I know other bars that do that. Also, how do you feel about every other bar ripping you off about the with that? Now everyone everyone has it. <laughs> well, so you guys were the originators. You can't imitate a, a, an original, man. Yeah, y'all was the originators. Because to this day, man, to this day I go to Locksmith, let me get that margarita with the extra shot. <laughs> and now everybody day. now everyone does it. <laughs> Made in Mexico, I mean, I, La Cantina, they all do it now. I mean, I like to think that we were just lucky enough to be the the ones that were one of the very few that were open at that time. I think that, you know, given the circumstances, if other guys were open, they would have done it also. I think that we're just lucky enough to be the ones that were open at the time and and pulled it off. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's flattering. You know, I mean, like I said, man, nutcrackers have been around forever. You know, so yeah. it's not something like I didn't re I re I didn't reinvent the wheel. You know, I just gave the people what they wanted. And, you know, to the other people that followed, hey, you know, more power to them, man. If it if it helped make money through the pandemic and it helps them make money now, then shit, by all means, man. How does it feel to be back to normal now, now that COVID is, uh, I don't degree, know, but somewhat back to normal to, to a, a degree, degree, to a degree, to a degree. I would rather go back to quarantine. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. 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 Listen, we, we had, it was on the, on the business side, like overhead was a lot less. Um, you know, you just have to deal with so many less headaches when every, everything was indoor. I mean, the city, there was no traffic in the city. You can get around everywhere a lot quicker. You know, now that things are back to normal, there's traffic. Everything is skyrocketed through the price. I mean, through the roof, like everything is more expensive. And um, it, it's just a lot. But um, I mean, we're, we're happy. We're just adjusting. We're trying to figure out what else the city's going to do to us with the new laws. You know, and at some point, they're going to take away these outdoor structures from us that are really going to affect us. Yes. Yeah, because a, a lot of people's restaurants grew in size. We went from see, being able to sit 20 people to maybe 40 to 50. So, you know, we a lot of restaurants are profiting, including myself, from these outdoor structures. But eventually, the city's going to get, you know, a little, uh, 
pissed and say, hey, we're losing money on parking tickets and meters and all this stuff. You guys got to start either paying up some money or we're going to take this away from you. So we're, we're curious to see what's going to happen. And we're kind of living in limbo. And every day, the, every day, the laws change, you know, every day, some, there's something different. Okay, that's dope. Also, I got one last question to re-ask everybody this on the podcast. Have you ever had a chopped cheese before? And if you have, what did you get on it? And what was the best, where, where did you get the best chopped cheese from? Oh, man. Uh, in my old age, I can't eat chopped cheeses anymore because I get indigestion. But um, the, place <laughs> down the, block, the place down the block from uh, Locksmith, Lele, they mm. make a pretty good chopped cheese. And uh, our old security guard, Danny, rest in peace, he rest used to always put bacon. Danny. So he would, he would get um, his chopped cheese with bacon on it at like 4.30 in the morning and, and they were delicious. The Lele, right down the block from Locksmith. So we would close up the bar and then we'd just take a walk down there, get our chopped cheeses and wake up with indigestion. I know where I'm going next time. No, yeah, now next time we go to Locksmith, next time I can't do a Friday. I might have to go on a Tuesday or Wednesday or maybe a Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Oscar, I, wanna, I appreciate you, my brother. Do you have any, anything you want to share for the crowd for the Your Podcast? Um, no, thank you guys for having us, man. Thank you guys for having me. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for having me. And um, that's pretty much it. Thank you for the support for Locksmith also and the neighborhood. Not just Locksmith, but the neighborhood. Like, you know, hearing that you go to Buddha Bar and you'll go to Monkey Room and you'll bounce around to all these neighborhood spots. I mean, we appreciate it. I mean, I know some some business owners are in competition with each other, but competition is also good because it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you pushing to be creative and do different things. So if it wasn't for some healthy competition, we at Locksmith wouldn't constantly evolve and constantly try to adapt and change. So most of all, thank you guys, man, for pushing us to get better, pushing the brand and everything, man. Appreciate you guys. Anything anything that ends up happening in the future, you got people like me and other friends as well, always for support. So no matter what challenges or consequences come in the future, you definitely going to see my face there for support always. Thank you very much, guys. And don't get upset if I make you wait online. <laughs> I'll just get Travis. Good. I'll get Travis to come get me. It's all good. Thank you, my brother. Oscar, I appreciate you. Much love. Thanks, man. And I, Thank I'll, you I'll see you this week. I'll see you this week for sure.